Got a surprise for y'all, though. I'm very excited. You should be very excited. Three, two, one. Look who's here. <laughs> so happy to have you back. I've missed you. You've been too busy. Every time I turn on the TV, you're doing some important games, doing them quite well, but not as much fun as Hank. Well, actually, you always seem like you're having fun. I have a lot of fun. Um, I have missed you guys, though, too, so I'm pumped to be back here. I am now just comparing everything to Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark's feud, though, in all the sports, so let's do it. <laughs> Nothing can compare. All right, Alabaster, see how me and you match up. I'm I'm Angel Reese, right? I don't know. Sure, makes sure. Alabaster, Caitlin Clark, which <laughs> I'm both. <laughs> I was about All to say, right. I'll take that comparison. Caitlin Clark, Clark comp is that's great for me. But um, you know, with that said, we can wade into some other toxicity of the N NBA MVP. <laughs> I mean, this was this was <laughs> this was Reese versus Clark before yeah. Reese versus Clark back when uh, sure. man, uh, Kendrick Perkins was was on first take. Um, so my question for you guys: both of these guys, they're you know probably two of the three best guys in the league. Neither one of them has had the overwhelming postseason success yet. Who has more pressure on them this postseason, Jokic or Embiid? I want you to go first, Monica, so I can say what you said and make it seem like it's my idea. <laughs> Look, I know what two weeks ago Embiid trolls us all, pointing out that he's not won all these awards and that Jokic has, but I think Joel Embiid is under far more pressure than Jokic, mostly because people that consider themselves astute basketball minds don't believe in him in the postseason. So he's essentially playing with house money, despite I still think he's a favorite for the regular season MVP again, right? So I actually think the pressure's on Joel Embiid. I had the game in January where Daryl Morey made it a point to talk to myself, Dave Pash, and I think DB might have been with us, to express that if his team didn't get it together, there were going to be some changes over the course of that run in December, right before we went to the Christmas holiday. I don't think that sentiment has changed. Sure, they've been terrific down the stretch in the regular season, but that's an organization top to bottom under a ton of pressure to make something happen in the postseason. Yeah, I'm nervous to disagree with you, but I have to disagree with you. I guess there's pressure on Joel Embiid because maybe everyone else will get fired, but he ain't going nowhere. And he got some really nice scapegoats sitting in front of him. We're going to blame Doc Rivers. <laughs> We're going to blame James Harden. We're going to blame That's very true. Markel Fultz. We're going to blame everybody before we get to Joel Embiid. The problem with Jokic is he's won back-to-back -back MVPs. Like, the whole conversation this year was like he can't get a third one because he hasn't done much in the postseason. So I feel like he's under a lot of pressure to, like, take what he's done in a regular season and join that conversation that, he, that his regular season play puts him in. It, like his regular season play puts him in that conversation with Giannis, but we don't think about him like Giannis. We don't talk about him like Giannis. He's up there with those great guys, given what he's done the last couple of years, and he's going to have to do something in there. The number one seed in a West that is incredibly weak. Like if they don't make it to the NBA finals, or at least, I mean, I feel like if they game seven conference of the finals. conference finals, yeah. they got to do one of those two things or we're coming down on Jokic hard, or maybe we don't just because they're out in Denver and we don't care about anything west of the Mississippi. <laughs> Listen, okay, but to use your point, Foxy, yeah. which organization is going to change if they don't have success? That's true. It's going to be Philly. Now, to your point, Joel Embiid is still going to be the cornerstone. But, yeah. like, Denver's going to be like, all right, let's reload. They're going to add yeah. some little ancillary pieces. Like, what? <laughs> Please.
Yeah, we're not. You're. You're. It's fair. I don't know if it's just big men because I feel like we never have these conversations about big men as much as we do about wings and guards. Maybe it's because they uh, the game doesn't go through them as naturally. Even though obviously it goes through Joel Embiid, or excuse me, goes through Jokic more specifically, but it just feels like. And I don't know what it is, but we never talk about big men like that. We never talk about like, are they going to get to this level? I guess we kind of did with Giannis, but he was a special player in that way but it doesn't feel like we ever get to the point where we're like does he have what it takes to get them over the hump am i I just making that up no i don't think you're making that but i think that's starting to change partly because the game is changing right we're moving very clearly into this positionless basketball outside of like basically joel for real at his position because Giannis plays all over the floor and even joel Embiid is knocking down threes right I think as we start to see that completely come to fruition across the league, then, yeah, there will be more conversations. But it also feels like there's a tier of guys that that conversation is reserved for. Yeah. And while the regular season awards are starting to rack up in terms of Jokic, I just don't think that folks that consider themselves astute watchers of the game put him in that tier just yet. And I just I don't know how that's going to play on his legacy in the big picture thing, but it feels like we've been waiting for Joel Embiid a lot longer, and Jokic kind of came out of the blue in the last three seasons. Who'd you rather have? Is it fair of me to ask you that question, or since you like do games, that's something you can't answer? Let me tell you something. I, I, I'm, I can do whatever I want. Here we go. <laughs> that's I, why I missed you. <laughs> uh, I kind of think I would rather have Jokic, if I'm honest. Really? Just yeah. because when I look at the body of work, Joel Embiid's injuries still give me pause, and I don't think we're completely clear of that. I also think, and I know people was kind of clowning me, I kind of think that Denver's poised to do something this year. This is the first time that we've seen them be completely healthy. I know they became kind of lame down the stretch of the regular season, but the West has been lame arguably all season anyway, so, like, they just joined the club, right? Um, I think Jokic's, and the thing that jumped out to me as I was reading earlier today is, like, Jokic's been able to do this arguably, well, factually, not arguably, without another all-star. Like, that to me has gravitas that I don't know we're giving it credit for. Even if you look, yes, Giannis, without a doubt, is the head of the snake in terms of the Bucks. But Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, they're not nothing to sleep on, right? Like, James Harden, whether you want retro James Harden or even if you acknowledge this year, James Harden. Right? You know what I'm saying? So, like, Jamal Murray can get back to that, I believe, but he hasn't necessarily yet. So I just think in terms of this era of basketball, if you give me Jokic and you put some defenders around him, all right, let's see what happens. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, my my idea would be to go to Embiid first because Embiid is a defensive force as much as he's an offensive force. But I think building around Jokic is probably pretty easy given that he mm-hmm. is a big man who can run the offense. You can get a lot more flexibility. Jokic is a big man. I mean, Embiid's a big man, but he can't run the offense. But he does – he can, like – anchor a defense in a way that Jokic can't because he don't jump. I don't know it's if he true. can. I've never <laughs> seen him actually do it. <laughs> when they do jump it's balls, does he jump? Does he leave the ground? <laughs> yeah. About this high. Over this, over this demonstration. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That'd be a good final, though. If we could get that, I'd be happy for Incredible, that. Incredible, right? Oh, my gosh. And if Embiid wins the MVP, because I think that's what the numbers are suggesting these days, right? People like the odds makers think Embiid wins the MVP. If we get Embiid win the MVP, Jokic first Embiid in the finals, oh, that'd be fantastic. But it's going to be honest. The bosses would hate it, but it would be yeah. incredible. Yeah, they would hate it. <laughs> I mean, they get everything else they want. It's going to be a, a battle of the bigs. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny you guys say that about that you, you want to see that finals because 
Right now, the Suns are plus 190, the clear favorite to win the Western Conference. Are you with the books in Vegas? The Suns should be the top team in the West. Monica, what's that face mean? Because how can you come up with anything clear in the West? Nothing is clear in the West, bro. Like, give me a break, Vegas. And I know Vegas be knowing, but... Ugh. Here's my thing with the Suns, right? And I, I was, I was last, last yesterday I was on a plane, and I was like, you know, I'm a big you can't cheat the process person, right? But like, is KD the exclusion to that, <laughs> right? And so I, I was like, okay, well, he's already sort of had a process because they won gold medals together. Him, book, and CP3. He knows Monty from when he was on OKC. Maybe it's just a different process, rules. right? I was, <laughs> Monty, I was in my head like, okay, this doesn't count because like I really was like. Where are we going with this? Uh, Here's my thing with the Suns, and I, I continue to maintain this. Like, I have questions about their depth. Just watching right. their game today on League Pass, their home broadcast wanted to give Saban Lee and Damian Lee all this praise, woo-woo-wah-wah, for competing against the Clippers. Like, I can't do it. Like, y'all are clearly homers. I can't do it. So I'm concerned about their depth. But, again, in a year where the West, nobody wants to be the best, is KD the piece that makes them the team above the rest of these teams? It's it's tough. I mean, I, I could buy that. I mean, the the answer is is no because of that word clear. Like yeah. you, I'm I'm with you. Where it's like I could buy that if you make me bet on one team, maybe I would be the Suns, but I would take the field. And I think when you are by a long shot, and when you are having this conversation like clear favorites, then it should be a question if you're mm-hmm. going to take the field. Like when the Warriors were up there, that's when we were talking about clear favorite. When LeBron mm-hmm. was in the East, that's when we were talking about clear favorites. They are not the clear favorites in part because what you mentioned, cheating the process and the depth. Not the depth because of the versatility that they lose, but the depth because of the the labor that it's going to require out of uh-huh. Kevin Durant. So, like, yeah. Kevin Durant is old and is getting old and has had a lot of injuries at this point in his career. I just, I mean, I felt bad calling him old. He's getting old. I mean, he's seasoned. But then, and then, too, to that point, though, Foxy, like, we got the blueprint from the Celtics last year in terms of how to make his life very difficult. Like, yeah. the West, be what it may, like, they got the Clippers in the first round. Kawhi Leonard healthy is still one of the best defenders in the league. Like there are are now defensive opponents out there that can make his life really difficult. And then you're looking at Chris Paul, like, what's up? Like what vegan meal is powering you today? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand that. Everybody go vegan all of a sudden. (laughs) Vegan and you just get healthier and more athletic and more powerful. Okay, that's what happened to vegan. (laughs) I mean, food is medicine. Yeah, medicine is medicine. Oh, whatever my, I think my man, KD is as good as it gets as a player. But I, I clear, I mean, clear favorites is that's just absurd to me. And in, in the West, as it looks right now, so I think that one good thing about Kevin Durant is that you don't really have any like special coaching adjustments that you have to make like he is capable of making all those adjustments physically offensively and defensively his versatility really helps you so you don't need those guys on the bench except for when he need to take a breather 100 percent, yeah and it just wears on him so we'll see what's next all right talking about the three six in the west would you consider it an upset if the number three seed kings beat the warriors in the first round no i wouldn't Wow. Here's my not... thing that I think okay. we all are forgetting when it comes to the Warriors. They have been tremendously successful. I, I remember hearing the stat last year. I should probably have it written down. Need to hit mm-hmm. up SIG and get no. the official numbers. Mm-hmm. But Clay, Steph, and Draymond, bro, have legitimately played like three additional NBA seasons in the last 
five years. They're old. Like, I don't understand why nobody is willing to let go of the reality that the guard could be potentially changing. Now, I don't actually know if the Sixers, are, I mean, the, the Kings are going to do this, <laughs> but like, if the Warriors lose, uh, this man punched his guy in the face at the beginning uh, of the season. Let's not forget. They got a whole bunch of supporting cast guys who, to me, are guilty of being a little front runnery. And I'm not sure that they have the seasoning and the fortitude that we saw from their core three when they was going on those dynastic runs. Like, it's just not the same team. It's just not the same team. Yeah, I mean, I can't disagree with you on any of those things. But the reason why they played three extra seasons because they win a lot of games in the playoffs. <laughs> and so, like, they're really good. Like, I, I get you. There's a, a balance between experience and also just aging that we don't know where they land on that. But I think all the, the numbers suggest that their starting five is still really good together. The tough thing is, like, yeah, the, the Kings are the three seed. Light the beam. If I hear somebody else say light the beam, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Gosh, like, y'all y'all know how to run a bit into a ground, into the ground. It's not even yours. I have not heard one person from Sacramento say it yet. Just people yelling light the beam every time I turn the TV on. But anyway. Like the beam. It's fun to yell. I get it. <laughs> um, I, I think their explosive team, their athletics, uh, Sabonis is a versatile big, like a Jokic light. I get why you would believe in them, but they're really bad at defense. And the thing that I always fall back on when I talk about the Warriors is that they are ready for every adjustment because they've been in every situation mm -hmm. and they've had everything tried on them. So in the course of a game, I'm going to give them that edge. They're going to be able to make adjustments quickly because they'll just say, remember that time back in 2021, remember that time in 2018, remember 2015 yes. when they tried it? And they're just going to make those adjustments really quickly, which is nice. So they'll be much more efficient in those uh, in-game adjustments. And bringing Wiggins back to me matters a lot. I think what he offers to them is uh, – like a high level three and D guy, a guy that mm -hmm. can also create his own shot on occasion, like can credibly replace Clay Thompson when Clay Thompson is tired or bad or whatever, like position wise. So yeah, like when you. we're looking at all these other teams that don't have depth, like they aren't super deep, but they have guys that I think are, uh, are versatile enough. And then they have Steph Curry, who's going to be the best player there. So I think I would have to say the Warriors are the favorite, which means that it would be an upset for the Kings, but I don't know. You you the one that know basketball, so maybe <laughs> no, I'll change my mind. Roxy, that's a very strong argument. And I probably am oh, one of the minority that's like, no, it's not upset because they're three seed and they're sixty. Do the math. Like duh. <laughs> but I mean, Steph Curry's gonna be on the floor. He's gonna be terrific. I yeah. just think that the other wrinkle that we gotta consider in this is Mike Brown knows that Warrior system right. just as well as anybody. And he's leading the way for the Kings. And I still I do not necessarily buy that all of a sudden it's the postseason and now the Warriors are going to win on the road. And they're not, they don't have home court advantage in this series. Right. So, yes, yeah, one game to flip it. But, like, if this happens to me, it wouldn't be a big upset in my mind. Yeah. I mean, I guess a big upset is a bit of a stretch. I think the Kings fall into this category for me that I can see the future. And I know that the Kings, if they win this series, I'm going to look back at how dumb I was to not pick them. You know, like all the things that you're saying add up to me and it's going to be so obvious. Like they were so good all year. They're so much more explosive. They're younger. They have a versatile big. They have all these things and they actually match up well with them. Like I think size would give the Kings trouble. And of course, they're going up against the Warriors, a team that does not want to play with size either. So I could understand why this matchup after they win this series will look back and be like, yeah, 
obviously all you dummies like you're going to be the only one that was like they're old this is it like <laughs> obviously then i'm gonna be like yeah you were right i should have listened but for now i'm gonna be on the other side you know why because last year steph curry decided to roast me in his um in his post-game press conference after they won the championship oh, calling yeah. me out for the, for the zero goggles so i'm gonna be on the right side this time i mean you're, you're pretty famous yeah. it's okay I said fox can hit me with the zero goggles <laughs> it's fine I said the window was closed, and I'm pretty sure that's the first thing Clay said to me when I did the post-game interview <laughs> on the radio. He's like, you know, Monica, we heard all the talk. The window's closed. I was like, oh, did you? <laughs> it's pretty funny. The window was closed. They broke 100%. it. It was closed. It was absolutely closed. Last year's playoffs was weird as hell. The window mm -hmm. was dead, was closed. I was right, <laughs> but I was we, wrong. We were right. We were right. Yeah. At one point in the season, the damn Celtics should have beat their <laughs> too. The Celtics were better than them. Come on, Jason Tatum forgot how to play. I'm with you, my guy. Like I'm. <laughs> with and then Emei Udoka lost his mind. But anyway, we'll move Ooh, on to the next. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> got two two teams back in uh, the playoffs, and who would a first round series win mean more for the Knicks or the Cavs? Mm, this is it. easily oh, oh this is you're gonna show your new york bias here go for it 100 percent. like yeah. what's on my shelf that says nicks that won't get me fired because it's a very <laughs> some very tr tricky balance anyway um <laughs> uh it's the new york Knicks people it's just this is not even a question because when they got to the playoffs pandemic year 2020 2021 2020 yeah, well, uh like the city was on fire and yeah. then the hawks happened and whatever like it would easily be the Knicks, especially because, as our colleague Stephen A. has just made it a national talking point, they would be doing it without getting a megastar and trading for Donovan Mitchell and the whole bit. So it would easily be the Knicks. Also, I was having a conversation um, like two weeks ago. I can't remember who I was talking to, though. It's a decent basketball person who wanted to make the case that Jalen Brunson should actually be in the MVP race. And he made a decent case in terms of looking at what this team did last year. And the biggest thing that changed is him and what they've done this year. So, yeah, it's the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, I think that you're showing your bias. The question is, isn't who would it mean more for, like, will it mean more to the country? Like, yeah, New York cares, or the country cares more about New York than it does the Cavs. But to a team, the Cavs were LeBron, and then they were nothing. Then they were LeBron, and then they were nothing. Like, this means something to them. The Knicks have other history. The Knicks have... Uh, the Willis Reed championship. The Knicks have the the run, the Carmelo run. The Foxy, Knicks have. Are you serious the, right now? I'm I'm I, I'm I'm reaching back into the, the long long past, but they have the Carmelo run. I think so. I guess the point is, all right. I'm going to switch the argument because your eyes are telling me no. But like, what are you saying? Hold on, here we go. Here's the point. The point. Okay. The point is, the Knicks are a thing in isolation. Like when you bring up the Knicks, you don't think of one specific player. You think of the Knicks history and how they've been bad for a long time. You think of the Knicks. When you bring up the Cavs, you think of the time when LeBron made them good, the time when LeBron made them sad, the time when LeBron made them champions. That is the entire history. That and Craig Elo catching one in his eye. That's it. That is that is the Cavs history. This is the first chance that you've got to have the Cavs do anything that anybody gives a about other than LeBron James. Okay. Yes. Except LeBron James was only like, I don't know my math. What year was that? It was only like 
eight, seven years ago. Like, that's recent. The Knicks have not done anything of note recently, like, at all. Yeah, but I mean, the Knicks, yeah, I guess that's fair. They they made it. <laughs> they had an interesting series. That was nice. Participation trophy. <laughs> oh, what's up, Alabaster? The Cavs have not won a series without LeBron James in 30 years. It's been since 1993. Hey, Monica, the Cavs have not won a series without LeBron in 30 years. I'm that, right. That's impossible. That's wrong. What? <laughs> this math is terrible. <laughs> I should have done that research myself, but Alabaster fed it to me, and I appreciate it. I'm going to reframe it. Just edit out the point where you said it and just make it seem like I said it because it makes me okay. feel right. But here's Okay, so yes, we're going to argue about time. Here's what I would say. This generation of Cavs fans has championships. Generation. This generation of Knicks fans has heartache. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, they also don't have Donovan Mitchell, which I think the, the Cavs have Donovan Mitchell, which, I mean, I guess I was going to say which makes their future feel a little bit brighter, but I guess Donovan Mitchell isn't the guy that they want to build around there. They got another guy. That is probably the real future of that team. Darius? Who are we talking about? Mobley, yeah. I yeah, couldn't yeah. remember his name, but he's nasty. It's some combination of the that trio, ideally. Um, it's, just, it's just Mobley. I, yeah, but he's not, like, he hasn't really emerged as an offensive juggernaut, I think, in the way that they thought, outside of, like, catching lobs and, like, jabs yeah. that pull-up mid-range. But, but there's time. He's a hard worker. Um, but now he's <laughs> got, got you sidetracked. My bad. My bad basketball takes got you sidetracked. But, but I, and now I kind of like this, though, because I actually think, and I don't know what the Cavs have in the cupboard. Sorry, I work for the MSG. But the Knicks have good stuff in the cupboard and are actually in a position to add. And I am convinced that in the era where everybody got a personal brand, it's about high time for the New York Knicks brand to mean something to somebody's overall mega brand. Hello, Luka Doncic. The oh. Cavs can't get it together. Come be an international star. Yeah. yeah. Come I'm with that. Jaylen. That'd be fun. That would be fun. And also... <laughs> making making the cupboard argument is a great one. Check out our cupboard. <laughs> we got all we are ready for a tornado over here. Got all the canned goods. <laughs> the cats don't got nothing in their cupboard. You're gonna be hungry if there's a flood. <laughs> we got all That's types fine. of pick swaps and whatnot. <laughs> oh That's gosh. Alabaster, I don't want to talk about these sad teams anymore. <laughs> These are happy teams. No, uh, I mean, they're happy teams because they're sad teams. You know you're a sad team when you're saying, who's it going to mean more to to win a first-round series? That's a sad team. Hey, but they're sad teams in the East this year, which is better yeah. than being a happy team in the West because they stink. They do stink. All right, guys, new segment alert. Okay. Oh. This segment is called Predictions. It's time oh, to lock you guys in way too early for predictions. So original. Who do you have? Making the NBA Finals. Oh, you just gonna make a Rick Ross noise? Does that mean that mean you like Miami? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> All right, okay. <sighs> I I think the Bucks are gonna come out. I was yeah. I was rolling with the Celtics, and then I wasn't. I think the Bucks are gonna come out of the East. I think of the top heavy East. If it all came down to coaching, Bud has been there and done it recently. Obviously, Doc did what he did with Celtics, but like, and I just don't trust Philly in the playoffs. Like, I just don't. Sorry. Um, I think Joe Mazzullo's had an incredible year. I think his knack for not calling timeouts causes a problem in the postseason. <laughs> and like I said, the Bucks. Okay. The East, I mean, the West, God, Fox, this is hard. Yeah. 
So you got the number one Jokic led, uh, never done anything in the in the playoffs Nuggets. Um, you got mm-hmm. the Suns who who just kind of they cheated the process. They cheated the process, which you don't believe in. The Warriors <laughs> defending champs. They got that pedigree, but can they hit the switch? Bringing back Wiggins, I think that's probably it. I mean, what you talking after that? Light the beam, Memphis. Who else you think realistic? I mean, can win. Like you don't say the Lakers. I will. I'll press this box. If, okay. Whew. I've been out on them already. <laughs> okay. Like okay. I've been out on them for two months. I don't even okay. think LeBron should have come back. But anyway, um, you got the Clippers if Paul George is able to oh, yeah, get this right. together. Right. Golly, I really want to be like the Grizzlies. Watch this job redemption tour. Nah. Oh, they're still knuckleheads. I can't can't yeah. say that and believe it. <laughs> So it I, seems like the East is going to win the championship. So we already know that you are picking Giannis to win. So who are you picking to lose? It feels like. Who am I picking to lose? I don't know. Like, I do. you know I believe the Warriors are old, but there is a pedigree that's undeniable there. Here we go. After you said that they're going to lose to the Kings. <laughs> they are the old. They're old. They're old. And I just said they're going to lose to the Kings. Um, I mean, why not? Balls to the wall. Let's go Nuggets. Woo! Let's go. I like it. All right. I'm going to go with um, the Celtics in the East. They get back and they win the title this year under young man Joe. He figures out um, how to put his hands in a T formation and and stop the game. Got to stop the bleeding. Yeah, or tap tap them shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) He figures that that very difficult uh movement out and they figure it out in the east and they end up seeing hmm repeat repeat golden state rematch Uh they knock Uh off the warriors in a golden state rematch i hate my pick already i'm (laughs) gonna change it tomorrow (laughs) right i don't know if i believe the nuggets i don't don't believe in anything that i just said (laughs) gosh joel and beat's gonna win the championship just change my mind mvp Yep, I like it. He's got MVP and championship. Also Giannis. There we go. Covered all my bases. Co-MVPs. Triple yeah. MVPs. Yes, I covered and all Joe. my bases. Um, uh, the Bucks will win the championship. Flip that. There you go. 